What's up? What's up with it? You're listening to the Bad Cow Podcast, where no cow is too big and no beef is too small. I'm your host, Lindsay Maybe Bad. This show features adult content and adult language, so listener discretion is advised. When I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. What's up? What's up with it, everybody? Welcome to the Bad Cow Podcast show. First things first, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to the returning listeners who came back, the new listeners who stopped by. You both chose to have me in your speakers today, and I really appreciate it. As always, I hope you enjoy today's badness. Here we go. Oh my God, Becky. Look at who's back. Me! Ah, Happy New Year, everybody. I've been gone for a hot minute. As much as I hate to start shows with the, Sorry I've been gone for so long, let me explain, blah. And I've been trying to, like, not do that. I feel like I kind of got to do that right now because that was more than just a week or two, right? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, life's a funny thing. I'm going to explain real quick, but this is really just for the loyal listeners, the ones who were really scratching their heads like, where the fuck is this bitch at? Is she ever coming back? And you know what? To tell you the truth, I wasn't sure. But if you were worried and concerned, you're who I'm talking to because you're the shit and you're a loyal motherfucker and whoever has you in their life, they're lucky ducks. And you tell them I said so. Thank you. So what happened was, for those of you who don't know, hi, my name is Lindsay May and I'm an addict. <laughs> my drug of choice is whatever the fuck is in the room. And uh, I've been in recovery for it for a minute. And in order for me to graduate from the current recovery program that I'm in, I have to do this assignment called my life story. Hey, as much as I love talking about myself, I don't really want to venture back through the whole embarrassing, unflattering life of mine. Because you know what happens? I get so fucked up from it. No, not really. I didn't really get fucked up from it. I don't want you to think I was just soul-searching these past six months because I wasn't, bitch. I know my soul is dope as fuck already. I was researching, though, because for those of you who don't know me, for the most part, aside from the fucking drug problem, I had a pretty ideal, charmed life, and I wanted to understand why the fuck I ended up here, right? I mean, I want to do this assignment so I can get out of this damn program, but I also just kind of, you know, why, Lindsay? All the opportunities, all the blessings, all the support, all the love. Why the fuck did you end up here? So that's where I've been. And I've learned that what I was experiencing is something called analysis paralysis. I'm just glad there's a name for it because I thought for show it was just me and my stupid ass going through it. And it's not. It's got a whole term and everything. So that's where I've been. That's what I've been doing. And I'm back, bitches. And you can't stop me now because it's 2023. Um. And, uh. Yeah, I'm back and lucky for you. I'm so thankful for you guys for hanging in there with me. You're the shit. Appreciate it. Especially shout out to a couple of friends of mine. Uh, one of my good friends who I used to do drugs with and now we're both clean. Gave me a microphone for my podcast. And I can't figure out how to use it. Trust, I'm going to get that shit set up stat. It's the cutest fucking microphone. It's so dope. Can't wait to use it. And another friend of mine who I used to go to high school with. She's a big fan. She listens to all my shows. And she even listens to me blab on for hours on Marco Polo. And she doesn't even get mad if I don't answer her back. She's like super chill and she always has been. She's always been a good person. Um, she's happy. Got a good life going for herself. She worked hard for it. And I'm proud of her. And I'm glad she's still in my life. Thank you, ladies. You guys know who you are. Um, speaking of ladies. Hey, ladies. What the fuck is wrong with us, man? I mean, individually, I'm sure we're super cool. But today's episode is going to be about why girls hate girls. Because girls can be really fucking evil, right? 
One of my New Year's resolutions is to just not anymore. Not that I was ever an evil bitch because I'm perfect, but I've experienced a plethora of evil bitches in my life. Some of them who claim to be quote unquote close friends. Some of them who were just coworkers. And I just don't understand why we're like that, women. Don't we have enough with men to deal with already? Can we just stick together, bitches, please? Imagine. Imagine how much more we could get done in the world if we fucking had each other's backs, right? If we stopped being cat-fighting-ass hoes on Jerry Springer and shit over some random-ass dick that probably wasn't even any good or whatever the fuck we'd be tripping on. It's getting old. It's getting tired. That's why we will probably are yet to see a woman president, you know? Jesus. This is going to sound fucked up, but I didn't think we was going to have a black president before we had a woman president. But apparently, apparently our racist-ass fucking country could just put those feelings aside. Because uh, the female candidate we had was just shit. Come on, women. We got to be better than this. What is it about us that makes us hate each other? What is that? Can't always just be jealousy or territorial. You know, those are the things that people hear. Or, or my favorite, are you on your period? You better fucking hope not saying some shit like that, right? God, there's nothing that pisses a woman off faster. Other than saying, like, they're crazy, asking if they're on their period, or telling them to calm down. Those three things <laughs> send a woman from zero to 100 real quick, right? <sighs> Why do girls hate girls? You know what? I'm not sure what the exact uh, A plus B equals C equation is for that. But I'm just going to tell you a couple of my stories of why I don't fucking like them. And perhaps you've had a similar experience. First one we're going to start with. It's my freaking sibling. You know, when people ask me, like, why don't you have more kids? Because I had an older sibling and she sucked. No, I mean, she's like a, a good person and everything. But I think the dynamics in our household really encouraged her to just always be a bitch to me. Like, she never really had to be accountable for anything she ever said or did to me. Typically because when she would say or do something to me, I would just lose my shit and fucking hit her or throw something at her. And my mom's famous punishment for our squabbles was always, Lindsay, you hit, you lose. What the fuck? Why not ask why the fuck I was hitting her? Do you think it was some unprovoked ass action of violence, mom? Come on, I'm pretty chill. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like chill, but I don't just be starting shit for no reason. Come on now. I'm, I'm happy-go-lucky bubbly bitch. Like, my sister over here, though, the one that is, like, picky about everything and prudence about everything and just sensitive and bleh, bleh. Bitch be starting shit and you don't even know and you don't even care. You just don't want us to be fighting no more because you're trying to do something. And so, Lindsay, go sit down. And that freaking was basically the, the running theme of my childhood, right? My sister was just always fucking rude to me. And you know what's crazy? Is I feel like that's probably pretty typical of siblings. Older siblings get really annoyed with having to know, you know, like help their younger sibling or just be involved with their younger sibling. For so many years of their life, they were the one and only. And now there's this other little creature here that they got to share attention and time and love with. And they're not having it. Pretty understandable. There's a friend of mine, a mom friend of mine, who actually grew up being my sister's friend. But then she had kids and I had kids and now we're friends. She uh, wised up, basically. And she also had a younger sister. And one thing she admitted to me was that she was just mean to her sister for like no reason. And just that alone... If I could just hear just that from my sister, if she could just acknowledge or admit anything she ever did to me, I'd probably be able to move past it because it's not like I didn't want a relationship with her. What little sibling doesn't want to kick it with their older one? 
And the friend that I'm talking about, her and her younger sister, tight. If you can see my fingers right now, they're crossed. That's how they are. Tight as fuck. They got pictures on Facebook and Instagram about how great life is just having sisters. I'll never have that with my sister. In fact, my sister is like real shitty with me right now because um, at the end of one of our family vacations a couple summers ago, I uh, stole her license and her credit card. And then I was driving around and I got pulled over and I gave the cop her license and got a ticket with it. I didn't think the cop would give her any fucking issues because she has a clean ass record. But now officer fuckbag just had to give me a ticket for being on my cell phone. So when she got that ticket in the mail, she was pretty pissed. But, you know, again, it wasn't unprovoked. She ruined our fucking vacation by insisting me and my son not play with water balloons because it was pollution. Blow me. Anyway, so that's my first experience with why I just don't like girls. Because my first experience was just shit, okay? And I had to live with her. Christ's sake. Next on our list is somebody else I grew up with who, uh... I know because our moms also grew up together. Our moms were really good friends, knew each other since they were in kindergarten. So naturally, me and this girl were the same age. We're in kindergarten together and we grow up being buddy buddies. But she just would do some real fucked up shit. And I don't know why. Why didn't you have my back, bitch? I always had hers. And if I never did, I wish she would have brought it to my attention. But I'm pretty sure I always fucking did because I was always the one getting in trouble being the scapegoat for her shit. We were, we were pretty tight. Like, granted, we were on different levels, though. I was the fat kid with glasses that wasn't good at pretty much anything except for getting to write my name on my paper. And she was star athlete, straight A's, pretty, except that she had like a missing tooth for the first five years of school. Um, I don't know what that was about. Some issues she had where it got knocked out and just never grew back in. But uh, needless to say, she was a little bit more popular than me, right? Not that I didn't have friends. I wasn't like a weirdo, but she was just, <laughs> she was the shit. And I didn't really care. Bitch was my friend. And if anybody fucked with her, it was going to be a problem. And I wish it went both ways because our last summer of middle school, like we were about to go off to high school, right? And we were going to go be big girls. But we, during the summer, we would do this, um, it was like an acting, like a drama theater program uh, in, a, in a city where we lived. And, and although she was a little Miss Perfect in every other aspect of our lives, in drama and theater and all that shit, I rocked it. I was the motherfucking star. I was in the cast every year. And that particular year, this particular year I'm about to tell you about, I was a, a leading role. And I guess she was technically too, but really she had like one scene. That's just, that's how the play was written. It's not my fault, bitch. We were doing The Wiz, which is the uh, kind of black version of The Wizard of Oz, right? The original version had Michael Jackson, Diana Ross in it, and I got to be the evil queen. That was me. I was Eveline. And she got to be the good witch, which was actually quite fitting for our normal roles. But the good witch got like one song. And I was all up in that play, right? I was, I was the shit. Anyways, after we got assigned our roles and we'd been going to rehearsals all summer, it was getting to the last few weeks before we were going to have our actual opening and our show, right? Like our, our premiere and our weekend of just doing the show. And before you do shows, for those of you who don't know, you do these things called dress rehearsals. Now, because I'm like kind of a hormonal little girl on Adderall and shit, and I don't even understand my body or hormones or anything, I like decided to just ditch dress rehearsal one day because I thought I was the shit and didn't need it. And there was this guy I was talking to that I wanted to go hang out with. So when I didn't show up on the bus that morning to go to dress rehearsal, I knew my friend knew I was going to see this guy, right? And I just assumed if, if nothing else, she could just tell people, like when they ask, hey, where's Lindsay? 
She could have just said, oh, I don't know. And left it at that. But no. BFF had to go fucking spill everything to the fucking director. Uh, Like, she just told all the fucking staff, uh, Lindsay's running around with some guy. That's why she's not here. And I just have no idea why she did that. I doubt it was because she was worried about my safety because the bitch knew where I was. Quiet as it's kept, I think what it was is maybe they were hoping they would take my lead role from me and give it to her. Plan backfired, though, didn't it, bitch? Because all I did was get a slap on the wrist and I got to rock the show for the next three days and you was just stuck singing your one song. Glad you hit that high note because if you didn't, nobody would have remembered you at all. Fucking bitch. Like, we're best buddies. This isn't just some random-ass hating-ass bitch that told on me. It'd be a whole different story if that was the case. But no, this was my buddy. I grew up with her. I knew this bitch in diapers. And she kind of just repeated this type of behavior throughout high school and different... So we don't even fucking talk anymore. I wasn't at her wedding. I wasn't at any of her baby showers, even though my mom got to go, which isn't weird at all, right? This is why girls hate girls. What's up? What's up with it? Okay, so for those of you who are new here, this is the part of the show where I insert a sponsored ad for my podcast platform, Anchor by Spotify, telling you how great they are for anyone who is thinking of starting a podcast. But fuck that. Let me explain. Anchor by Spotify offers paid sponsorships for shows that reach a certain amount of listeners. They call it an ambassador ad, and it pays dick. And not the good dick. It's that limp, soft dick that leaves you feeling used and unsatisfied. Then they really make you feel like a hoe when they tell you that your ad expired because you reached too many listeners. What the fuck? That's when they tell you try different monetization strategies, like asking your listeners to pay for subscriptions. How thoughtful of them, right? (laughs) Don't worry. I am not going to ask my audience to foot the bill in this fuckery. Because you see, whether or not my show is heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else... My hosting platform still gets promotion whether I have some asshat ambassador ad or not. So if this is the standard set by the industry, then think of me as a podcast pioneer who refuses to make pimping easy for these corporate bastards. Instead, I think I'll just shit on them in every episode I publish until I decide on a different platform to host from. (laughs) As always, thanks for listening and uh, let's get back to the show. This last one I'm going to share with you guys because... I recently reconnected with this girl on Facebook and other than this one thing, you know, it's crazy. Just, I just don't, I think girls hate girls because we can't necessarily always figure them out or why they do the things they do to us. It's one thing if, you know, they're honestly, if it's a jealousy thing, that's just, that's standard. That's easy to figure out and it's easy to deal with. Sometimes it's just the the hate and the shade comes so out of left field. You just don't even understand. Like, so let me explain this situation to you guys. Okay. I know I mentioned on a couple other shows that the one job I had my entire life that I was actually any good at and stayed at for more than a year was when I was working with kids in classrooms for children with special needs. Most of the kids had autism or some, they were on the spectrum at some point or another. Um, And mostly I worked in preschool classrooms, but towards the end of my years there, I uh, was assigned to a middle school classroom that was in this next city over from Mars. Um, I'd never worked at that school or that age group, but I was excited because I was the shit at that job. I was like the, I was like the kid whisperer, right? So I show up and there's three other girls in that classroom. Even though there was only like five students in that classroom, these kids were off the hook, dude. 
There was a lot of behaviors in these classrooms, and trust, we needed all the bodies we could get. Um, so there's three girls. There's the teacher of the classroom. We're all roughly the same age, but there was the teacher in the classroom, and then there were two assistants, um, and then me. I showed up. One of the assistants in particular, we hit it off, right? We're, like, kind of similar with our personalities, our our style, the way we talk, and the things that make us laugh. Like, we're just chopping it up. We're having fun. We're becoming friends, or at least I thought. We become such good friends that that same year towards, you know, it was, it was towards the end of the year. Halloween was coming up, and it was always kind of fun doing that type of stuff at the school where the kids get to dress up and shit. And this particular girl told me about a, a Halloween party she was going to go to that weekend and wanted to know if I'd want to come with her and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's friend. I don't know if she was trying to set us up on a date or whatever, but she invited me and I was down because at this point I was going through custody battles with my son's dad and I was just ready to let off steam any motherfucking wear, right? It was kind of fun. I was excited she invited me and I couldn't wait to go. So we go to this Halloween party. It's at a friend of hers house and a good amount of people there and people are drinking and I was probably smoking weed, I'm sure, but I was still a fairly square bear at this point. Like, the only thing I really was taking regularly was my medication, which was Adderall, and I guess it has its effects. But as far as, like, drug use, it wasn't it wasn't an issue then, right? She drinks, or at least she was drinking that night, um, and she ended up getting a little sick, right? She gets a little sick towards the end of the night, and she's ready to go home. Her boyfriend, on the other hand, he was not ready. And he just didn't seem to give a fuck that my friend was sick as shit and wanted to go. Being the fucking person that I am, I got my friends back, man. Where's the boyfriend? Where is he at? He acts like he doesn't see us out here. Let me go, let me go bring it to his attention real quick. Because he's over here talking to this other bitch who's dressed like a fucking sponge loofah. Which I guess was a friend of my friends, but it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. Why are you over here talking to this other bitch when your chick is sitting here in the car about to pass out? What the fuck are you doing, bruh? Stay in your lane. Know your place. Play your position. I'm so sorry I had to bring it to you like that, but I'm ready to go too. Shit, I'm tired. I'm not drinking. I'm not having that much fun. And my friend is over here sick. We're sitting in the truck waiting on your ass to stop socializing and get the fuck on. He gets all shitty with me, right? Naturally. That's how men are when they're (laughs) called out. Um, And I don't remember how she ended up getting a hold of his truck keys, but she did. And when she did, she kind of like damn near whipped a donut in the... (laughs) the street right outside the house like to let him know hey i'm ready and i had her back i wasn't tripping it's not my truck but um shit i tried to tell you bro she's ready sorry she had to do this little fast and furious move to get your attention but if that's what it took then that's what it took so they start getting into it right my friend and her boyfriend they're getting into it and i get out of the car because i'm not trying to be in a vehicle where two drunk angry people are operating it And he's yelling at her to get out of the car, right? He's yelling at her, get out of the car. And she's starting to try to get out of the car. And as soon as she gets like one foot kind of out and down on the ground, he just fucking smashes off. And she falls and kind of barrel rolls down the street. She ends up getting all scraped up and shit on her knees and her elbows. And it was a bit of a scene, right? Somehow we ended up getting home. I don't remember how. Because she's crying to any guy or person that will listen to her after that. We're walking around and she's just, wah! I'm like, Jesus, bitch, get it together. Alcohol sucks. But I'm not going to say that to her. That doesn't help nobody. And, you know, again, this is my buddy. So if anybody says anything to her right now, it's going to be a problem for the both of us, right? That's how I feel like girls should act. But now I see why some are hesitant. Because the following Monday, when we both return to work, she still has all these scrapes and stuff. And she's kind of limping because, I mean, she really did kind of fall out of the car. I feel really bad for her. 
And she's very concerned with what our other coworkers are going to think. She doesn't want to necessarily tell them this was some dramatic-ass eighth-grade type argument she had with her fucking boyfriend over the weekend when they were intoxicated. And I totally get that. I would not say anything to them. Especially because she asked me not to. I, I mean, I wouldn't say anything anyways. It's not my business. But she made a point to come tell me, hey, Lindsay, uh, I kind of don't want anybody to know what happened this weekend. So I'm just going to tell them that I fell bringing my trash cans in. Like my driveway's really steep. So I'm going to tell them that I just slipped and fell. And that's what my scrapes are from. And that I'm still kind of sore. And that's why I'm limping. I'm like, cool, girl. I got your back. If they ask me, that's what I'm going to say. I'll just say, oh, I think she, you know, <laughs> was a trashy bitch bringing in her fucking garbage cans, right? And I thought that was the end of it. A few months later, uh, this girl who I thought was my friend, the one that was drunk and got into an argument with her boyfriend and lied and said she was bringing in a trash can, she ends up leaving that position. So she ends up getting moved from our classroom. I don't remember if she quit or if she just was put in another classroom or not. That part I'm not really remembering very clearly. But after she leaves, um, you know, her name gets brought up in a few discussions in the classroom with the other coworkers, and, you know, I told them how I was concerned because her and this boyfriend she had at the time, they were pretty volatile. That wasn't the only argument I'd seen them get into. And being somebody who was just coming out of kind of an abusive relationship, I was extra sensitive to that type of shit, and I was concerned. And when I, you know, kind of shed some light on what really happened that night, they look confused. <laughs> and they tell me, well, that's not what she told us. And I'm like, I know, she told you she was bringing in her trash cans, right? And they were like, no. She said that you were on drugs, like you were on crack or something, Lindsay, and that basically you were the culprit and the instigator of that night. And she was so embarrassed that you had went with her. Um, she didn't really know how to, like, tell you and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the fuck? Because even after that Halloween incident, me and her still were good friends. We still kicked it outside of work. We hung out on the weekends. We went out and did things together. Why? I mean, and the only thing I can think of with my, you know, much mature mind now is maybe this bitch was just really concerned about her appearance and how she was going to be looked at if, if she expressed any kind of truth about what happened that weekend. Like, maybe she didn't want any attention brought to her or her boyfriend. Maybe she didn't want any kind of enforcement, like, uh, you know, legal issues from it, or maybe she just didn't want to look like the bitch who didn't have her shit together and couldn't find a man that would treat her right. And you could see the proof of that on her knees and her elbows. Maybe that's what it was. Um, and I get that. But why did you have to sell me up the river, bitch? I had your back from ABC all the way to goddamn Z. Why? Was it, was it worth like throwing shade on my name just so you didn't have to deal with a little bit of embarrassment? We could like, why couldn't you just say the trash can story? I don't understand. Was it just because I was the new girl and you was hoping that, you know, maybe I wasn't going to be there long so you wouldn't have to worry about facing me every day after you lied about me behind my back and then pretended to be my friend? Why? Why do women go to these lengths to be so hurtful? What's crazy about this is I know that this girl is like a good person. I think she has a big heart and I think she has a lot of great qualities and characteristics like so when I hear that this is what she said and how she handled the situation it's really puzzling this is why girls hate girls what the fuck dude <laughs> I mean I, I'm I know now I did absolutely nothing to deserve that so really all I feel now is just this great amount of concern for what the fuck she had to be going through at the time and I guess what I'm hoping with this episode is one 
Perhaps this bitch could explain herself. Because I don't really care anymore at this point. But like my sister, just acknowledge it. Acknowledgement goes a long way. For real. And second, I say all this to say one of my goals, one of my uh, resolutions for this year is to try to just strengthen the bonds between women because this shit has got to stop. We could be running shit for real. The two things that run this world, motherfuckers, is money and pussy. Understand that. Know it, learn it, live it, love it. For real. And if we could just fucking have each other's back, if there could just be a little bit of solidarity, imagine, imagine the ceilings we could break. We'd touch the stars. So what I plan on doing this year, along with my normal weekly episode, I plan on reviewing other female podcasters and sharing their shows with you. One, to just show other girls that I'm not that girl. We can be buddies. Even if we don't agree, even if we have different lifestyles, different viewpoints, different opinions, we can be pals. Because I'm the shit. Whoever has a problem with me, it's them. Trust. And I just think a little bit goes a long way. You know, and if I could help somebody else's show get a little bit of attention, or if I could just show some other girl that there's other girls who aren't all bitches, mission accomplished, right? So that's what I plan on doing. I'm going to wrap it up there. Thanks for hanging in there with me, all my listeners that have been down from the beginning. You guys are the shit, and I'll remember you when I'm in the top. And for the newbies, thanks for stopping by. Come back again next time. Because I got so much shit to bitch about. You're going to love me. Promise. All right, everybody, stay safe, take care, and happy motherfucking New Year. Bye. Oh, wait a second. Wait a gosh darn second. I can't believe I almost forgot this. Okay, so I was gone for a long, right? And when I was planning on coming back to the podcast, I was thinking to spice things up for my welcome home, right? Because the cow came home. That's how I felt. So I looked up songs like, you know, till the cows come home. Or actually what I did was I looked up where that phrase came from, till the cows come home wasn't very interesting but then i came across this little uh this little musical number by a a, <laughs> a pioneer if you ask me her name is lucille bogan she's a i don't know what era this is a nasty little era this lady come from right and she's got a song that's called till the cows come home and oh my god becky i totally encourage you to look it up by yourself for real, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Like, you think my shit's explicit? This bitch makes me look like I'm at church. Holy shnikes, man. If you look this song up, it's, again, Lucille Bogan. Till the cows come home. If you look this up, do it all alone. Don't do this in the elevator. Do not do this around your kids. It'll change you. It's going to change you. That's, that's that powerful. I'm going to play a little clip for it right now. Baby, until the cows come home. You know, both of my men, they are tight like that. They got a great big dick, just like a baseball bat. Fuck me. Do it to me all night long. I want you to do it to me, baby. Honey, till the cows come home. All right, everybody, that about wraps it up for today. We got another one in the books. 
Thank you again so much for your listening support. I can't tell you how much it means to me. If you ever want to shout me out or come see what else I'm up to when I'm not in your speakers, feel free. I'm on Instagram at Bad Cow Podcast, Facebook on Bad Cow Podcast Show. And if you ever want to reach me directly, you can do so at badcowpodcastshow at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. See you next time. Bye.